Golf and rock and roll, not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway, don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going, we were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. I love to play. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls. We love it. And turn on the lights. I love to play. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G., Along with the best caddy on the planet, Rich B. And hey, 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 USA, another President's Cup. They got to come up with something better than a, USA. A three-peat three for Boom Boom. Woo! And Tiger Woods, the deal closer. He closes the deal for the third time in as many uh, challenges there. Now, that's three, and so was that six years every other year? Six years? That's pretty good, man. Pretty strong. Clutch. And um, hats. Hey, and he's toting around Lindsey Vaughn pretty good. He's uh, right out. He's out with uh, Lindsey Vaughn. Yeah, and, uh, well, I mean, some big highlights in this President's Cup. One, of course, the weather. Hats off to all the superintendents up there at Muirfield Village for getting, uh, getting the President's Cup done on Sunday. A lot of challenges there with the weather. But, um, hey, there was the squirrel, there was the streaker, and the Fresh Prince handshake. What up with that, Rich B? <laughs> Can we get out some uh, Can we have Fresh some Freddie Prince? Freddie yeah. Prince? <laughs> Fresh Prince music? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think that's the most animated I've ever seen Tiger. I mean, he, he really seemed like he was having fun. It was good. Yeah, the first couple of days, uh, you know, the pairings seemed to uh, go along pretty well. Uh, Jordan Spieth and uh, Steve Stricker, they, uh, you know, they really Strong. got some mileage out of that. And um, who was it? Uh yeah, Mickelson uh, and Bradley, of course. Shot twenty nine, really, in a in an alternate shot. That is uh, that is pretty cool. Uh, Thirty, I think they shot. Yeah, and that's still um, strong. Uh, Stricker, uh, Stricker and Spieth, as you mentioned, and uh, Woods and Kuchar. I love that matchup. Yeah, uh, they do. Uh, you know, they're very competitive. Everybody knows about their history on the ping pong table, and I'm sure there were some pretty decent matches. Evidently. Uh, Kucher brought in a, 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 a tennis a table tennis expert to help him with his game. So uh, you know they do take that pretty seriously, and I'm sure there's a few bets going on. Uh, you, you think so? I, <laughs> I I am sure of it. And uh, some some memorable shot making too. Um, Graham Delay. I mean, this guy, what a horse! The Canadian for the international side. Uh, I believe they finished. Uh, Saturday's matches on Sunday morning. It's a little hard to keep track, but he slam dunks it in from off the green on 18. And then in the singles match, does it again out of the greenside bunker on the left. I mean, he is, he was fun to watch. I think uh, he was a standout. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, you, know, you know, just long days. I mean, you know, you got to stop and start. You know, we were continuing from yesterday, and, you know, then they got to go back out and play two matches, and that ends up getting uh, delayed. 
So uh, you even know. even poor Johnny Miller said they were going to you know going to bed in the, in the leaving the leaving the course in the dark and waking up in in the dark and you know he didn't even have time to go out and see the the pin placements. Yeah, but. poor Johnny, he gets a little punchy in there. He's I like, think he's uh he's on stage for what a couple four hours and uh, yeah he starts uh, rambling was, on. It, it was it was some long days, but you know fun fun to watch. Uh, of course, the match play you know to me is just great between the foursomes and. Uh, the four ball, and then the singles matches. And uh, the international team dug itself in a pretty good hole on Saturday. Uh, but I'd say Nick Price did a pretty good job uh, keeping his team in there with some pretty good matchups on Sunday. Maybe not some of the ones people were looking to see, and there's been a lot of chatter about that. Um, you know, the likes of perhaps Tiger Woods and Adam Scott going head-to-head, uh, possibly uh, the uh, – uh, kid from Japan. Uh, who am I talking about here? Hideki. Uh, yeah, Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah. Hideki and Jordan Spieth. So, you know, we didn't get to see some of the head-to-head matchups, but at the end of the day, this was about winning the competition. Yeah, and it wasn't uh, that far from uh, actually turning around. Now, they only needed probably four points on Sunday to uh, close the deal. And uh, the... Uh, the Americans uh, once again made it interesting, you know. Uh, you know, there were there were there was a little period of time yeah, there yeah, on where Sunday where have, they closed uh, the gap and and it was looking and feeling a little Medina-ish, possibly. Well, yeah, and if anybody recalls uh, last year at the Ryder Cup, this uh, actually happened. I was there. <laughs> was, uh, I was there. I, w- I witnessed That's it. That's what it was. Holly the Jinx. Oh, yeah, thanks the cooler. so much. Yeah, yeah. the cooler Holly. Uh, how about Schwartzel and Oosthuizen on Saturday? Uh, they were looking like you know you and me slapping it around there, Rich <laughs> B. You know, in a pro am. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, so they're you know they they definitely had some issues, but I, I think as most people uh, thought that the U.S. team was pretty well stacked in terms of depth of field uh, coming into this thing and um you know freddie just one cool character uh steering steering the ship there you know and davis i think he lost davis love there for a while uh he was handling the squirrel he was a squirrel wrangler sammy the squirrel right now hey and what about the streaker how would i why isn't this you holly how can you not be the streaker in well some... I, I i tell you what i loved it. i was reading some of the comments <laughs> from this woman who's who's streaked on 18 on sunday uh, she said she felt sorry because everybody was kind of depressed after all the rain and, of course, the international team not doing very well. And then she said, hey, you know, most most streakers, famous streakers are men. And so she decided, you know, it was now, time to— Now, wait a to, minute. She really wasn't streaking. It was I mean, time she to looked, get famous. She had pasties and a G-string. I can't believe I didn't think of that How's before, that? Rich B. The, market, talking, the marketing queen here. I didn't think of this. We're talking about pasties and G-strings here on the— you know, Well, the all right. Come on. You know, it is Sunday. You know, a little <laughs> bit of decorum. But, um, you know, I, I thought it was prices. And really, when you think about it, I mean, come on. You know, most streakers are men, and they are streaking in front of men at most sporting events— Come on. You know, the only thing she and was missing. And most of them have never seen a gym you know, in the, their life. The only thing she was missing was a dot-com ad across her uh, high knee or something. <laughs> hey, I, I, I would have sponsored it. Golf <laughs> marketing services. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was priceless. And we have somebody that was front and center to that, the whole event. We're we gonna, have pictures. We're going to have him on uh, in our second segment, so stay tuned. And uh uh, it, it was it was quite a President's Cup with, I think, a, a lot of memorable moments. And we're going to have our uh, 
favorite golf insider, Bob Herrick from ESPN.com, who was there for the whole week and uh, survived the, uh, the Swamp Fest. Slogging along. <laughs> Slogging along. He'll be with us in the next segment. Stay with us, the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. We'll be right back. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G along with Rich B. Some announcements, Rich. It is Breast Cancer Awareness. I want to know who the first male golfer on the tour is going to be to break out that pink golf ball. Ooh. Bubba Watson? He's got a pink driver. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, and my girl, Sherry, she's fighting the good fight and yes, stronger than me. No yes. doubt. I'm just a weak little, uh, yep. flower when Our, it comes uh, to this. Big shout out to Sherry. And, uh, my Red Sox closed out the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Whoa! There you go. There you go, Rich. I know. <laughs> I'm outnumbered in here. Yeah, and, uh, high school golf is in full swing. Uh, support your girls and boys in your local neighborhood. And uh, read the Sentinel if you want to catch up on some of these scores and updates for uh, the schools. Well, as we mentioned at the top, it was a, a big victory for the USA in the President's Cup, uh, 18 and a half points to 15 and a half points, uh, but it certainly didn't seem uh, that close most of the way on Sunday. And we're going to go live to BobHerrick.com. BobHerrick.com. <laughs> he's, he's so big now. He's got his own <laughs> app. Bob Herrick from ESPN.com, who I think has dried out from uh, the week in Muirfield. Hey, Bob. How's it going, guys? Boy, you you just went to a whole nother level there, dude. <laughs> That's right. And by the way, Rich, I was at both those games in St. Pete, so oh. we're not talking. Dude, you get around pretty good. I mean, you know, you're traveling all the time. Well, I was just there as a fan. My son actually is a huge Rays fan. Oh, there's, tough week for that kid. Him, not not enough of them, unfortunately. But uh, it was it was uh, it was uh, it was it was a neat experience. Uh, you know, it was fun. The, the the Red Sox are a heck of a team. They were they were always going to be tough to beat. All right, Bob. Bob, can somebody tell those people to leave the cowbells at home? Plays, it's just so annoying. It's just you know, uh, you know, I, I love to go to the trop, but the cowbells gotta go. How do you think it is sitting next to him? Oh yeah. my god, I, it's just uh, it's just horrible. I, yeah, bad experience, yeah. but uh, great baseball. Enjoyed it, uh, Bob. I didn't realize you were a big baseball fan. Well, uh, you know, they've been actually the Rays have been fun to follow. Um, yeah, great team. Yeah, they sure know. have. It's uh, it's been a heck of a you know it's been a heck of a run for those guys given their resources and uh, uh, you know I I've been seeing it through the eyes of a kid who just loves loves watching them so it's been kind of fun. That's yeah. awesome. Good for you. So speaking of some fun, uh, there was a a whole bunch of uh, of highlights I would say from this Presidents Cup of. Let alone some of the shot making, but as we talked at the top of the hour, Bob, uh, we had Sammy the Squirrel. Uh, the female streaker, the Fresh Prince handshake, uh, 
Phil's miraculous skip off the water. I mean, <laughs> there was all kinds of stuff going on at this President's Cup. Give us a, a, a wrap on, on things. Yeah, I mean, you're right. There was a lot of stuff going on uh, besides the golf, the, you know, the real golf. And, uh, you know, I, I guess, um, you know, that's just part of it. That's, uh, that's what, uh, you know, that's what these team competitions are, are about. There's usually some extra stuff going on at the Ryder Cup as well. Um, you know, I think the only downside is it's, it, it just you wish it would be more competitive. Um, you know, that's what's so incredible about the Ryder Cup. Uh, uh, you know, the last two Ryder Cups, have, the final score has been 14.5 to 13.5. You know, as close as it gets, the last match or two on the course matter. Um, uh, and even at the one in 08 in, in Ohio, or excuse me, in Kentucky at Valhalla, um, that was pretty tight at the end, and the U.S. just kind of pulled away at that one. So, you know, the last three Ryder Cups have been really compelling. The last five President's Cups, really not so much. And, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons for this and speculation and too many points and all that. But, um, you know, along the way, there was some really good golf. I mean, uh, you know, even in a losing effort, we saw some really good golf on the international side, some, some players that maybe people weren't aware of. And on the American side, you know, I, I thought Tiger played really nicely for – the first three days, and, and you know, Jason Duffner is now 6-2 and two in, in the Ryder Cup and President's Cup combined. Uh, him and Zach Johnson are a nice team. Uh, Jordan Spieth didn't look like he was 20. Um, you know, so when you, when you look at it that way, there was a lot of good golf, and I think, you know, it should probably be viewed that way. It's kind of a nice celebration of some really good golfers. And to watch the best of the best. Um... You know, and and there's nothing better watching alternate shot because these guys do get nervous, and some of the shots, you know, they have to hit. You know, they're going, man, I I just don't want to choke it out, you know, in front of in front of my partner. Uh, so it's it's so fun to watch. And and Jason Duffner with his what is the greens word to watch him stick those darts next to the hole. I, I mean, it was fun. Yep. Yeah. It was. You know, it's a shame that the event had to deal with the weather issues. Um. You know, that that was, you know, obviously nobody can help that. Uh, but that was just too bad because uh, I think it would have been a, a much nicer showcase otherwise. It was a great golf course, obviously, and Jack Nicholas, Jack Nicholas being involved. And, you know, well, Nick speaking. One of, the all-time, one, of, one of the all-time great guys. And so it was, uh, you know, it was, it was, uh, it had the, the, you know, the, the makings of something really, really good. And unfortunately, the weather got in the way a little bit. Well, I know you were there, but I, I have to say it sure started out with a, a, a big show. I, I mean, the opening ceremonies in downtown Columbus, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, they took it off site. And, um, you know, I, I think it kind of shows a little bit about how big this thing has gotten already. You know, it's it's the 10th one. It's They're, they're basically 20 years in. And, um, and a little bit of Jack's muscle, I'd say, too, don't you think? I don't think it hurts at all. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, um, you know, it, um, the, the, the idea of the event still is ridiculed some, but it's really unfair. Um, yeah, it's not the Ryder Cup. We, we know that. It's, it's, it, nobody says that it is. Um, and, and, you know, probably the biggest flaw is it's hard to develop much animosity. You know, there, there's some animosity there with, with the Ryder Cup because, 
it's kind of the PGA Tour guys against the European Tour. In fact, you have to be a European Tour member to be eligible for the European. You know, and it's, it's, it's all about their tour. This is different. This thing is run by the PGA Tour. Every, just about everybody is a member of, of, of the PGA Tour. And so it loses a little bit of that. But by the same token, you know, once those guys get out there, they're competitive. Nobody wants to lose. Um, you know, uh, and, and the team part of it, as you mentioned, the alternate shot, I think, is just such a cool format to watch. Uh, I think some people can take a lesson from uh, from pace of play. If you're worried about pace of play, go play alternate shot. Absolutely. That, that moves along real nice. You know? Yeah, fun to watch on TV. Yep, absolutely. And then and, you, you, you got to put a lot of faith in your partner. I mean, uh, if he starts slapping it around and hitting you in some bad spots, uh, now you can really get some, uh, you know, uh, aggravation between you and your partner. It's, um, it's just awkward. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, you might not, you know, obviously you hit a drive every other hole. And if one of those holes is a par three, well, then you're going five, you know, five, what, six holes maybe between hitting a, a, a driver. Um, and uh, it's just the, 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 the getting the rhythm is, is difficult. You might go a couple holes without putting, you know. So it, all those things factor in, I think, make it really neat. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a hard format. It's, it's been a hard format for the international team. Uh, and, you know, I think something is sort of interesting here. Uh, you know, the U.S. has been accused, you know, not being good teammates and having difficulty with pairings and all that stuff. But if you look at the last couple of Ryder Cups and President's Cups, the U.S. has actually fared very well in the team part. It's the singles where they've struggled. Um, you know, they've not been losing team sessions, not by a lot. In fact, uh, you know, at the Ryder Cup, I don't think they lost any of them. They, they either... They either were ahead or were tied in all of them and uh, had the big lead and then blew it in singles. And at the President's Cup, you know, they won all of the sessions, all of the team sessions. And the, the internationals made a mini comeback on Sunday and had the better singles. But the U.S. had such a huge lead. They had a six-point lead. You know, it was almost, almost impossible for them to, to catch up. So uh, who would you say was the stand-up player on the U.S. team and, and on the international team, Bob? Well, on the international side, I got to go with Graham Delay, um, the Canadian. You know, really, he was a off. horse. Yep. You know, he had he hold out on eighteen twice. Um, you know, just um, uh, amazing ball striker. You sit there and you go, "How hasn't this guy won yet?" Uh, I, I think impressed. this is going to give him a lot of momentum coming into the into the new yep. year, don't you? I think it gives him a boost of confidence. I think that's what's kind of neat about this thing. You know, he kind of shows those guys they get in the that in the company of those elite players and uh they see what it's like um you know for the americans i, I think well duffner was very very good but you got to go with tiger he won four of his matches he went four and one uh formed a new partnership with matt kuchar um you know he he, he did get the clinching point sunday although i think it would have happened regardless uh, but, you know, for all the talk about Tiger being bad in these team things, he's got a really good record in the President's Cup. I believe he's like 24-15-1. He's won more matches than anybody in the President's Cup. Um, you know, his Ryder Cup record is is, uh, is not as good as, as we would expect it to be, but he's also only played on one winning team. You know, so, you know, which is which? Is, it, is he a product of 
playing on losing teams, or is his record one of the reasons they've had losing teams? I, I would say it's more the former. Uh, you know, uh, you can only be responsible for five points in the Ryder Cup, and last year Tiger only played in four matches. So, uh, you know, you can't lay it on him, certainly. But uh, uh, his, his, uh, I thought his performance was very good, and Dufner was, you know, again, uh, another really solid performance, and I think he's got the perfect demeanor uh, for that for that type of uh, format. Yeah, I, I I thought it was. Uh... You know, I thought it was a, a great event, uh, aside from the weather. Uh, maybe a bogey to NBC for showing the uh, finals tape delayed. I think that was, uh, you know, a, a bit of a bad move, given uh, the fact that, um, you know, people were being able to see the, the scores online and the fact yeah. that everybody had watched in real time throughout the whole weekend. But, uh, you know, that was, um, that's a tough, you know, I, just to defend them for a second, that's a really tough thing because you know they moved it up because of the weather and so then what are they should they have come on earlier that's hard to do because of they're not a you know they're not a sports network they have all that other programming then there was the thought well when they came on at noon live maybe they should have just shown it then she picked it up wherever it was um and i you know i think i tend to agree with that and then you know obviously that means they're going to have a ton of time to fill at the end well that's when they could show the beginning again or something or, 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 you know, make it into highlights, what have you. Well, just, I know how difficult those issues are. It's, um, it's, it's just not that easy sometimes for them to make those decisions on the fly. I mean, ESPN, they have four or five different things they could show it on and they would show it live, but, you know, and I, I guess there was some thought, why not just put it on the golf channel? Well, they, they have the Seve trophy in the morning. You know, I think they're contractually obligated to show the European tour. So, it's kind of a mess, and it's unfortunate, but, um, uh, you know, by the same token, if they didn't move that thing up, we might still be in, in Ohio. Very so. true. Very true. And I know it was a long week for all you guys, Bob, so we appreciate, uh, as always, your great coverage. Bob Herrig, ESPN.com. Check him out online. He's everywhere. Thanks, Bob, Thanks, so much. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. Stay with us. Jeff Babineau from Golf Week coming up next. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, it's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play at Pebble, won't pay the price. I love my Muni, I think it's nice. If you could just make We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G along with Rich B. Go USA. Go boom, boom. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Oh, a whole week Holly, of Freddy. Holly, I could just see you streaking. And, you know, you got good action. Oh. You got good action. I mean, I think you could, uh, you know, like uh, get those legs out. Look like a sprinter. Yes. I mean, I just, wow. And you know what? We got a guy who was right there, caught on camera. I think his jaw was on his chest. You know, he just, uh, he was And a member of the media, no less. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Caught. Oh, it was like a a big old Charlie Brown pumpkin grin Uh, on him. Did Babineau see this yet? He did. (laughs) I think so. Jeff Babineau on the line, editor of Golf Week. Hey, Babs. 
tell you, did, did I see the picture? It's framed and hanging in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we get an autograph nice, one? <laughs> nice wide-angle <laughs> shot. Uh, yeah, how about that one? It happens to me in golf tournaments all the time. You know, women just rip their clothes off and <laughs> down the fairway. Oh, my God. Where's the three-second delay? <laughs> I need some oxygen. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sitting here going through some of the stories, and when I saw that, Jeff, oh, my gosh. Uh, there was a phone call coming your way. I was a witness to that. She's so jealous that she didn't come up with the idea, Jeff. Can you believe yeah, the marketing that? The marketing guru here didn't think of that before? Hey, for 99 bucks, you, you guys could have had the golf show on your back and been dashing down the fairway. <laughs> great pub. I know. You know, if I knew I wasn't going to end for up in the, uh, you know, in the, in the clink, um, <laughs> I'd say she got off uh, pretty light there, but... How 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 that all happen? I mean, did were you just was it watching one of the last matches or? Yeah, I, mean, I was watching the L Stricker match and out there to get a little flavor, believe it or not, and uh, so that that came through. You didn't but, give me that uh, softball, did you? <laughs> I, I was, uh, you know, I'm out there and, and I'm I'm not kidding you, right? I was right near Freddie there and right behind me, I heard this curl go, "Here we go!" and off she went dashing past us, and she ran up to Stricker. Stricker had his tee in the ground and was ready to go and. Had to wait. The cop chased her off the tee, and off she went down the fairway. <laughs> oh my God. You know, it was unbelievable. And then Stricker had to gather himself and, and you know, hit a pipe to tee shot right down the uh, fairway. Well, so I now, I now, now perhaps run. they might have to edit that commercial with him when he says, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm the beast. <laughs> Brings out the beast in me. That's right. He's a savage. Uh, uh, it, was, it was funny. And then when, once he got down the fairway, he looked over at Freddie, and they had a big laugh about it. And you know, I guess I guess they needed something to happen this Sunday. Well, I'll tell you what. Any anybody that says golf is boring and full of tidy whities come on. We had the squirrel and we had the streaker. What a President's Cup! That's right. <laughs> Tim Fincham. Tim Fincham must have been having night sweats. <laughs> it so, did get it got more. It got closer than we thought on Sunday. I'll give you that. I mean, I, it was so flat that morning. Once the uh, foursome session ended and the U.S. flipped it. And the, the internationals were so far back to start the singles. But you kept looking on that board, and you're like, wow, the USA, you know, they still need one more point. And there were five matches out, and there were two one-up leads. So uh, it did get a little interesting at the end. Well, I think Freddie said something about it. He, he asked, you know, his co-captains about 500 times. He said, where are we getting that, that last point? Yeah, you got Tiger out there with a bad back who, you know, conceivably could walk off the course on the 15th hole if, his back goes just right. And, you know, then you have Webb Simpson out there trying to get a one-up lead home. And, you know, you've seen Webb down the stretch. He can look a little shaky at times. So, uh, yeah, it could, you know, it certainly raised an eyebrow. Like, wow, they, this one isn't in the barn quite yet. You, what do you think about in the end there, the pick of Webb Simpson over perhaps uh, Jim Furyk? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I, in the end, it's probably uh, Spieth over uh, Furyk and and, uh, and and he had his moments, but he showed a lot of nerves out there. But uh, you know that was Freddie's choice. Webb Simpson, he can heat up. He's he's real streaky, so when he gets it going with the putter, he can make a lot of birdies. And I think they had some natural pairings, obviously with Bill Haas out there, you know the Wake Forest guys. So uh, yeah, he's you know, he's so is. good. He's so consistent and so steady in this in these matches. Oh, Billy Haas, yeah, was real good. Yeah, he he was. You know, certainly better than his record. Uh, he made a lot of birdies, and sometimes you're, 
you know, you kind of get hidden out there if you've carried a guy. He played really well and putted really well. So uh, he was one of the stars, I thought, on the U.S. side. Well, a lot of people may not realize this because um, I know I've talked to some people who said, well, you know, so uh, do they go on hiatus now till January? But the tour begins brand new this week with the Fries.com open with the new, uh, you know, change in the wraparound season. Uh, they're out in California uh, you know, a few notable players out there. What What do you see at uh, the the tournament this week? Nope, Jeff, he's lost in space. Uh oh, rut row. <laughs> um, well, they are going out to uh, California, Rich B, and um, you've got some guys to keep keep your eyes on. Billy Horschel, of course, who you know has really come on strong, and. Um, Jonas Blix, who finished third at the Shriners last year. Are you back with us, Jeff? We're just talking I'm about the fries. That's right. A streaker ran by and knocked my phone out. <laughs> <laughs> but I. Uh, so, so, so give us just a scoop on some of the players who will be out at the fries this yeah. week. And, and Yeah, I mean, Mark Leishman's out there. You know, the young kid Hideki Matsuyama's out there. Uh, Jonas Blix is out there as defending champ. Um, you know, Trevor Immelman, these guys who just came out to web.com finals. Trevor Immelman's rearing to go. He's like a rookie. He just can't wait to play. He'll probably play all the domestic, uh, these fall events. And so some of these guys are excited. It's, it's a chance to get a jump on the season. Sean O'Hare's yeah. another one. Maybe this is the you yeah. know revitalization of his game. You know, yeah. I mean, Sean O'Hare's last week watching that President's Cup. It's not that long ago that he's a guy in the ropes competing in those things. So, yeah, it's a good chance for these guys to get a jump. And if you win... You're in at Augusta, and I mean, you can really get a, a season really going here in these, you know, this six tournament stretch. Yeah, now now these tournaments, uh, which used to be the fall season and counted on the money list, but did not count in the FedEx Cup, now do uh, count for FedEx Cup, as well as, as you said, um, the possibility of getting in the Masters. So, um, you know, I think um, I think it'll be fun because we'll get to see. Some of the breakout new young players probably aren't going to see a lot of the you know better players for the rest of the year, however. No, you won't see a lot of the big stars. Sea Island will get a good field because you have those guys that live right there with Kucher and Zach Johnson and Davis Love and some of those guys. Uh, but, um, yeah, you, you'll, it's kind of like when Wyndham, you know, the first-year guys skipped it and Snedeker won and made a big jump into the FedEx playoffs. And then guys said, wow, you know, I can really gain something by playing there. So, you know, maybe this is kind of a feeling out period for some guys to wait and see what happens, but they're going to see a couple of guys get a real big jump on the season. And then we have, of course, the Champions Tour and their Charles Schwab Cup. Uh, just kind of give us a look at how uh, the, the Champions Tour will be winding up here. Yeah, that's exciting. You know, those guys have been going at it and, and playing right through. And, and uh, you know, they're Kenny they're Perry on the top of the board with. Uh, Freddie Couples in fifth place, and, and Duffy Waldorf, who's been just playing great uh, this year. Yeah, he really is. And, and, you know, those guys play some good golf. They're competitive. I went up to the uh, the Dicks event, and, you know, those guys still like getting in, in the ropes and competing. It's what they've done all their life, and you know, nothing ever changes. And uh, they're, they're excited about it. You know, you get some, you know, Longer and Perry and David Frost and some of those guys still can get it going. So uh, fun to watch. And did you sneak back across the pond a few weeks ago, Babs? I might have. I, I went over to Ireland for a week, which is fantastic, with a group of Golf League Raiders. 
And uh, one of my favorite, you know, might be the favorite place of mine in the world. Just great people and great golf. We got a great week of weather and had a blast. What was uh, your your favorite course on your on your agenda over there? You know, we played like Valley Bunyan Old, which is great, and uh, La Hinch, which I had not seen. But uh, I I love the experience of Old Head. I think it's a a really cool thing that they got 18 holes on this little island and. It's uh, you get a great day there, which we got. It's just a beautiful setting, and uh, I think that's one of the cool 18-hole walks that we have. No doubt about it. Well, as always, we appreciate the great coverage Golf Week brings every week. Golfweek.com and uh, Golf Week magazine that still comes still comes in the old mailbox. Not Jeff Fabino from Golf Week. Thanks so much, buddy. You got it anytime. All right, you're listening to the Golf Insider 740, the game. Stay with us, Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel, coming up. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really We're back, the Golf Insiders, wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk in the house, Holly G and Rich B. And we're going to go to, he is definitely the best dressed guy in golf. You know what? I want to hear his take on the streaker. Oh, I'm sure he's got a take on the He won't admit to seeing it, though. He's a good fellow. Yeah. (laughs) Always on the up and up. Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. Hey, guys, first, I would admit if I saw it, but I will tell you, I did not see it in person. So. Yeah, we just had uh, Je- we just had Jeff Babineau on, and he was front and center, Todd. Uh, in fact, they snapped, yeah. Getty snapped a shot of him, and so uh, I had to give him the raspberries. Of course. He, I mean, he had the VIP room uh, position. Yes, he did. Along with Freddie, but, you know, Freddie looked like he was, you know, deep in, in wondering where that next point was, was coming from. Was that just from. another woman throwing her throwing herself at Freddie Couples? Jeez, oh, this guy's unbelievable. He's it great. really it broke my heart. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, so, Todd, g- give us your, your thoughts on uh, overall. I mean, obviously the weather, uh, a challenging part of, of the four days, but I thought there were a lot of great highlights in this President's Cup. Yeah, I, I mean, I, nothing to be honest with you stands out to me um, as something that was like, wow, that's going to make this memorable. Uh, and there are a lot of variables because of that, unfortunately. And the biggest probably is the weather um, and the fact that it put it put NBC, which I'm a, I'm a part of, by the way, with the Golf Channel, put us in a bad position in the fact that we couldn't really show live golf because – then, you know, what would we do? First, it would take away Meet the Press and all these great shows. In the morning lineup, yeah. Yeah, then secondly, it would end at 4 o'clock, and then what do you do from 4 to 6? So right. It put, the, it put the program executives in a tough spot. Um, but, I mean, it just kind of went as as it has in the last, you know, since 1994, and and that is the American dominance. And, and the fact that they're used to playing each other, they know each other, I I spent some time with Mark Leishman, who is I'm in I'm at uh, I'm in California by the way for the Friday.com event, and I spent some time with him yesterday because he's in the field, and he said, 
you know, I didn't really know a lot of these guys until I walked into the team room in Dublin, Ohio last week. You know, he doesn't know Hideki Matsuyama. He doesn't really know Angel Cabrera. I mean, he knows who they are. Sure. But he doesn't know them. And so, as in any team sport, chemistry is probably as much a necessity as talent, in my opinion. Um, so if you don't have that chemistry, it's it's gonna it's gonna be detrimental, and I think that's the case for this international team, not only last week but in this series. Well, even uh, you know over time, the U.S. team has had you know s- some issues, whether real or um, you know perceived, in terms of the whole uh, you know the whole team concept and getting along. Uh, so, you know, again, and then you have things like for Hideki, uh, you know, you've got the language barrier uh, and, you know, but but I thought overall played pretty great considering that, uh, you know, he was the sec- second youngest playing in the event. But, you know, overall, what was the buzz? I mean, you know, this isn't the Ryder Cup. And I think, you know, events like this where you get to see the, the, the top players and you get to see match play, it's just, you know, it's so compelling on TV. I mean, I think probably, and I'm not kidding, besides, I mean, the, the number one thing is that the United States won again. Uh, and that, and behind that is Sandy the Squirrel. I mean, that's what the, everybody's <laughs> talking about last week. I, love. I, I, and, I was watching that live. And, you know, even I think Jimmy Roberts barely had words when the cameraman zoomed in on Davis. It looked like a scene out of Caddyshack. It's like, what is up with the squirrel? Where did the squirrel come from, Todd? Well, I I had the um, opportunity to interview him after play on Wednesday. The squirrel? And, um, <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting you say that because the squirrel, as I was interviewing Davis, was in Davis's pocket. Oh, my God. And so his pocket was moving around, which was freaking me out a little bit. Um, here's what happened. Apparently, the squirrel fell out of its nest on the second hole, and Davis just happened to be there, and there were a lot of fans congregating around the squirrel, and squirrel didn't know what to do, and so Davis, because he is an outdoorsman, um, he he picked up the squirrel and kind of held it, and then the squirrel seemed very tame and docile, and suddenly Davis had a friend, the squirrel had a friend, and they were riding around for, for golf all day. And uh, Davis took the squirrel back home to his, or not home, back to his hotel, rather. The squirrel slept in a box. Oh my. Beside the bed, beside the bed that, yeah, and he and his wife Robin were in the bed, and the squirrel apparently didn't make a lot of noise. The next morning, apparently, um, some people who were close to David got a hold of him and said, "You know, Davis, it might be illegal for you to hang on to this wild squirrel." And so he returned it back to the set, second hole and he let it free. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was just it was interesting. I, you know, what's so funny to me is that I was flying from Columbus to California for the fries here. And, I, you know, if, if you've been on a plane, you picked up these Sky Mall catalogs. Have you seen those? Yes, you know, you pick up, you, many. You know, you time you flip. So I was flying to California. I had a lot of time to kill them, so I picked up this thing, and I started flipping through it. And I know the page. It's page 176, and there is a T-shirt with a squirrel on it. And on the T-shirt with that squirrel, it says, Squirrel Whisperer. Oh. So I'm gonna buy that. I'm gonna buy that T-shirt, and when I see Davis again uh, after this event, I'm gonna present it to him and say, "There you are. That's appropriate for you." That is priceless. Absolutely priceless. Well, uh, sizeupthefries.com. We, we're starting, uh, you know, with barely a gasp of breath in the new the new season, Todd. 
And uh, yeah, we've got six events and, and you know, back-to-back here beginning out in California. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. I mean, we're starting a new season, not a new year, a new season uh, in October. Um, and it's interesting because I talked to a lot of the veterans, um, and they're, they're like, well, you know, it is strange, but at the same time we're kind of energized because we can get a jump start uh, with FedEx Cup points and money, obviously. And then you've got, you know, obviously these young guys, these proper rookies. There are 14 rookies on the PGA Tour um, who are excited to, to, you know, fulfill their dream to play as a full-time member on the PGA Tour. I think this is good, to be honest. Change, you know, people are kind of resistant to change. They were resistant to the FedEx Cup system when it came about. Now everybody embraces it. It's pretty normal. But I think it's good. I think it keeps golf on the on the frontal lobe of golf fans year-round. I mean, the fall events happened in previous years, but to be honest with you, they didn't have FedEx Cup points. If you won that event, you didn't get into the Masters. And here it's different. If you, you do get 500 FedEx Cup points with the victory, you get an invitation to the Masters. You get an invitation to Kapalua in January to play in the Hyundai Tournament of Champions. So these things have a lot more relevance. And to be honest with you, too, if, if these fall events were not put on the FedEx Cup schedule and, and – in other words, if they were not getting FedEx Cup points like the other previous tournaments or the other tournaments on the schedule were, then these tournaments were going to go away because the title sponsors were going to say, you know what, we're not getting as much importance as the Wyndham Championship or the John Deere Classic, you know, or why can't we be as relevant as them? So it's, we're not getting enough bang for our bucks, so we're going to pull out. So to save these tournaments, Commissioner Fenster and the PGA Tour did a smart thing in allowing into making this the wraparound season now and kicking it off here at the Fries. Yeah, and you've got the, the Shriners next week in Vegas, which uh, Justin Timberlake's involved with. And then you have, uh, they go to Malaysia and then China for a mm-hmm. HSCB, uh, BC Champions event. And then, of course, McGladry, which is in Sea Island, in, uh, you know, where a lot of the guys play out of. So that usually gets a pretty decent field. Uh, unfortunately, we lost Disney, though, um, which, uh, you know, was a great event and, and fun for us in Orlando in the fall. Yeah, and then they go to Mexico as well. So it's, yeah, it's sad that we're not back at Disney. Uh, but I, you know, what I'm interested to see is I'm interested to see now if any of these top flight players are going to play some of these fall events. Um, Phil told me that he is going to play China. He is going to play the HSBC, the WGC event there. Um, and so will Tiger. Um, and a lot of good players are going to go to Malaysia. And, you know, I, I Webb Simpson told me he's going to play Mexico. So, you know, a lot of it's this Sea Island event has started to get a lot of buzz because Davis Love the Third is a host. There are a lot of Sea Island guys there. Matt Kuchar and Jack Johnson live there. Grant Snedeker will probably play that event. So I'm interested to see if there are other big names that are going to play these fall events now. Uh, you don't have a lot of big names here at the Fries, unfortunately, because you're coming right off the heels of the President's Cup. So, you know, you don't you don't have the top top tier players on the on, on the tour here. Well, those guys uh, so all need a nap <laughs> after yeah, the I, president's and, cup. and you too. <laughs> uh, but, but I, you know, the next event in Vegas, I think you're going to see a little more star power. And then as the weeks go by, you're going to see these these tournaments get some momentum and get some get some better names. Well, Todd, as always, we appreciate all the great coverage. Golf Channel going to be. Uh, televising all these events in the fall and you know we just appreciate all you guys do and uh, the great reporting and spending some time with us todd lewis from the golf channel thanks so much todd so rich b 
Hey, we got way more golf coming up in the next six weeks as we start the new season, the wraparound season for the PGA Tour. Fries.com this week, Shriners next week. There'll be more Golf Insiders. Stay with us. We love our listeners. Thanks to Bob Herrick. Thanks to Jeff Babineau and Todd Lewis. We're out of here. Bye-bye. Thank you.